Hello everyone and welcome to the Chronically Well podcast. I'm Callie Hunter, your host, and today I have with me ASH, who I just met locally. She is amazing. She's the owner of Ancient Remedies, which is a tea company, and more. I feel like you're much more than just a tea company. (laughs) She is a serial entrepreneur, as she's described herself, so she also is part owner of the YMV Boutique. Is that correct? Okay. So thanks for being here, ASH. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And I was just saying this is the first time I've had someone in my house to record in like over a year because of COVID. So this is pretty exciting. So this is the Chronically Well podcast. So we we got to talking at her booth a couple weeks ago and I found out that ASH has a chronic illness. So we just kind of we were talking for a while and I was like, okay, well, you just need to come on the podcast. But before we start talking about that, I like to try to kind of get to know my guests aside from their chronic illness because I feel like sometimes once we get that label, it's like we sort of just fall into, oh, I'm interstitial cystitis or I'm whatever my illness is. And so I like to kind of start out every episode with the person I'm interviewing by getting to know you aside from that. So like, who is ASH? apart from your illness and maybe it's included in in it but like who do you love where do you live what are the things you live to do okay I like that because a lot of times like you said kind of throw that label on there and it goes to the forefront you know yeah but who I am so I'm a Rockford native born and raised but I left my senior year in high school Um, my mom married into the military so I ended up being truly transient I was traveling um, we lived in D.C., California. Um, I personally lived in Atlanta and Texas for a while, um, Florida, but a lot of different places. Yeah. So um, this is my home, but, you know, I, I, I have a lot of stake in a lot of different areas around. So I'm, I'm a traveler. I'm big into business. I, I love startup. Yeah, I, I have a real deep love for doing startups. I've been doing business for years. Um, and YMV. You briefly mentioned YMV. We're at Rocker City Market. Actually, no, our last weekend, last weekend was our last weekend at Rocker City Market. Okay. Um, Because my mom's getting ready to go back down to Florida. Okay. Like I said, they're military. Yeah. Yeah, So, um, but they're actually getting ready to um, buy a house out here. So they're they're in Florida, but they're getting ready to come um, be out here a little more permanently. That's super fun. But yeah, that's about it. And you're you're renovating a van. Oh, yeah, yeah. So sometimes I have so much going on, I forget. Um, so yeah, so the van, so about the transientness, so like I, I like to travel. So then when COVID came, I was actually living in California in San Diego. I was at the University of California, San Diego, um, finishing up my degree in mechanical engineering. Um, but they started depopulating campus and all that. Okay. Um, so I got this an opportunity like to- two years ago or a year ago? Like a year. Okay. Right when, I guess everything. like 2020, 20, yeah. right when everything started happening, yeah. it was at March. Um, they let us break, our, not break, but temporarily leave our lease. Um, Cause it got to a point where- um, some people were, you know, gone with family or whatever because they weren't there, but still were still paying, you know, full rent, you know what I mean, yeah. or or whatever. I mean, it was weird, but they let us, you know, temporarily leave our leases so that we wouldn't um, get our stuff. I mean, so we could still have a place to come back to when everything was said and done. But so I took that as an opportunity to leave because mm-hmm. I could still take classes online and everything. Yeah. And I got, well, I'm pointing out here, like, you can see the van. <laughs> Maybe we'll take it that camera. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I got the opportunity to purchase this van when I was in Atlanta for, like, a steal, a steal, steal, steal. Um, it's big. 
It's huge, yeah. So it's a um, Ford 350 extended van. So there's like 11 feet back there in my cab. That's amazing. Yeah, So and I know because I had to measure it to <laughs> my floor. <laughs> so it's like 11 feet back there. Um, and I really just got it initially to be able to go out vending because I already had experience vending because of Wine Boutique. And we do pop-ups at, you know, like City yeah, Market yeah, and different yeah. markets. So I was like, okay, I'll do the same thing with my cheese. Yeah. Um, I found the van. I was like, okay, then... It was, you know, it made sense to go to these different places. I was like, okay, let's let's make it make sense and mm-hmm. work out the van so we can travel with the van. So, are you, you gonna know. do that then? Or are you gonna put your shops in the van? Yeah, so that's oh, the plan. So, okay. right now I have like the bed in. Everything's built out. I just have to do the plumbing. So I have okay. it built out so that the tent fits underneath in the garage area. Mm-hmm. So I have the space for the tent down there and my two tables and two, you know, like Tupperware bins. Okay. That hold all my stuff. There's a fridge in there and. Um, countertop like everything I need to be able to go you know on the road in van and still be comfortable so great in the van you know I love it yeah we're planning on kicking off at um summer smash coming up in Chicago okay and then going to um east coast and then one music festival in Atlanta and a bunch of other places but I love that so when does that happen August 20th is okay. um summer smash it's okay. the, that weekend the 20th the 21st and 22nd okay so we'll have some more information for them at the end too where they can find you and okay. if you're listening now too Oh, hey guys. Oh, from France. Hi. Oh, hello. Hello. Bonjour. Bonjour. (laughs) Como ça va? That was nice. You know, it's probably not right anymore. Um, Can you hear us okay, everyone? If you could just like give a thumbs up if you can hear. If you can't, tell us, be louder. (laughs) Oh, thank you. That's very nice. Okay. So. Thank you for sharing that background on yeah. yourself a little bit. So I heard about this tea <laughs> from someone. They were like, there's this tea, and it bubbles, and it's got fruit in it. And so my boyfriend and I, we tracked you down and had this. It, it's like a miracle tea. What is it called? <laughs> the Sub-Zero. The Sub-Zero. Yeah. Sub-Zero. It bubbles. It bubbles <laughs> while you're drinking it, and it's delicious. And there's all kinds of like medicinal properties yeah. and lovely things about this tea, which is really nice. Like I feel like you go to all these festivals and these places and it's like your options are beer or Pepsi, you yeah. know. So and we really need some more of that that scene in Rockford. So it was really encouraging to see you there and to try it. But anyway, so we started talking um, and we talked again at one of your other pop-ups. And um, But I, I before we go into the illness part of it, too, okay. I'd love to just kind of know like you know, when people see new entrepreneurs or somebody pop up with um, these great products and where did that start? Like where one day were you just like, I want to make a tea that bubbles? <laughs> like how did it come about? No. So it's been, it, it took a while to actually bloom into what it, what it is today. So at first it started off, like you said, with the roots and with the herbs okay. um, because I was dealing with my, um, you know, chronic so maybe we should talk about that. Well, I can just kind of maybe sw- okay, and then we'll go come briefly. Back. Okay. Yeah, so I won't, I won't force into it. But okay. um, that's what led to the herbs and things of that nature. And then I was selling hot cups um, at the beginning, but then 
I'm like a perfectionist. So it took me too, I guess, too long to actually get out. So by the time I was more so ready to get out and get my feet wet, it was hot now. (laughs) (laughs) Right? So it's like I can't go sell hot teas. When it's 90 degrees. Exactly, when it's 90 degrees. So I was like, okay, so iced tea, sweet tea. Mm -hmm. And like I couldn't just, you know, that wasn't enough. And um, I had experience, so I didn't mention also, so um, before COVID and everything, I have a startup called um, STEM School Fund, and basically I go to different schools and provide early STEM exposure um, to underrepresented oh, youth. I love that. Thank Did you. Did you that in town? Well, I tried to get something started with the park, the public... Rockford? The, yeah, Rockford um, Library when I was here, but there was an issue with, like... Um, I don't want to speak on it too much, but I, I wanted some type of conversation for my um, sure. guests for going, and they yeah. didn't want to pay for gas, so it didn't wow. work out. But I, I was trying to get it going out here, but I've done it in California and out in the East Coast, D.C. area, and stuff like that. But basically just doing that, and um, so I had some experience with the science behind the, the bubbles and everything like that. Okay. You know, I, I put it. it all together. Yeah, you know. Huzzah. Yeah, and then that, that, <laughs> it came together. The Sub-Zero was born. I love it. If you haven't had the Sub-Zero... And you, yes, you do have to try. If you live locally, you have to you have to find ASH and try this drink. It's amazing. Okay, so now we're going to talk about illness. Okay. So you shared that you have multiple multiple sclerosis. Yeah. Can you kind of share with the listeners like what your diagnosis process was like? How long did you have symptoms before you kind of got the diagnosis? I think that that's probably maybe some of the trickiest parts for people is like from the moment you start experiencing symptoms to the moment of diagnosis and then kind of processing it after that but that can be a really long battle trying to kind of figure out what is going on with my body so can you kind of just like take us into that whatever you're comfortable sharing or not okay yeah of course okay so um when it all started okay so how about we'll go this way so the day that everything happened the day before that day Everything was perfectly normal and fine with my body. You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's for me too. Yeah, mm-hmm. it, absolutely, you know, a normal day in the life mm-hmm. of ASH. Then the next morning I wake up and I didn't realize it immediately, but my life had, you know, was completely changing. You know what I mean? And um, actually how it happened for me was that morning I woke up and um, I was I was actually in school I was at community college getting ready to um, you know take my courses and everything to transfer to university mm-hmm. um, so I was at a really pivotal time at that time but um, it was I got up and it was almost time for me to get ready for class um, I got up and I went up the stairs and like my leg felt asleep like you know how you kind of yeah. like try to stomp it out or whatever you yeah. know but it, it wouldn't really wake up but I was able to kind of hobble up the stairs or whatever I didn't think much of it because I was you're just like I slept on my leg yeah, yeah, just something weird or whatever. So um, I, I squeeze, squeezed out that extra hour and slept through that. And then I got up and I had time to get in the shower. And, like, I'm trying to shower. And, like, I had, I couldn't really lift my arm up to, you know, shower. That's so scary. Yeah, yeah, it was. So, you know, I, I still just kept kind of showering because yeah. I was like, oh, dang, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't, something about it, denial, like, mm-hmm. was real. The mm-hmm. denial was so real. Mm-hmm. So I was just going throughout my whole day. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, not my whole day. I knew something was wrong, but I was yeah. still in denial because I didn't go to school that day. And uh, mind you, like, I'm, I'm an engineer major, so I'm a 4.0 student, mm-hmm. at, like, 
to say the least. You know, I'm I'm there early, late, everything. So, um, right, yeah. So the fact that I missed class, it said a lot, but I still was in denial. Yeah. Like I still wasn't because you know my mom was like, you know, you need to go to the hospital. Then you know you didn't go to school, mm-hmm. and I knew I needed to go to the hospital, but yeah. for some reason I was just like, you know, it's something weird. Just, you know, in the morning, it'll, yeah, it'll go to it'll be Mm -hmm. fine. Mm -hmm. So I lied to myself for three days Mm -hmm. at the house to the point where I was falling over. I couldn't, Mm -hmm. I couldn't even get up off the couch, you know. So yeah, it was really bad till I I had to go to the hospital. You know what I mean? Like my body made me go to the hospital because I was in denial. Yeah. Like I said, the day before I was just fine. Fine. Nothing was wrong with me. Mm -hmm. So I was like, nothing happened from when I went to sleep till when I woke up. So, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah. I just kept pushing. Then I went to the hospital, and they just did all types of tests on me. And at first, they were like, "If it, you know, it, it's two things: either it's multiple sclerosis or it's lupus, and it can't be both." And I have lupus runs in my family. Okay. But then they did a spinal tap, and they said the spinal tap. It took them weeks, you know, because that was like a last resort. They didn't want to do that, so I stayed in there for a couple weeks before they did the tap. You were in the hospital for two weeks. Yeah, I was in oh, the hospital because no. you know they. Yeah. It was serious. They needed yeah. to know what was going on. At first, they were saying you know like stroke, but then mm-hmm. it, you know it wasn't a stroke because like my face was fine and everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, so yeah, they did the spinal tap and they're like, "This will, the, the we have to read the bands and it'll tell us for sure if it's lupus or if it's multiple sclerosis." They said it, it cannot be both, but it'll be either or. Okay. But then, lo and behold, I did the spinal tap. They said, wow, well, the bands, they showed responsive for both. They both no they showed positive for both lupus and multiple sclerosis. So they were baffled. And I guess I should have been baffled. But this whole time, I was just like, what is going on in the just first place? Just figure out what's going on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, they, they, didn't, they, couldn't, they couldn't make a call, you know, at the hospital. So they had to send me off to specialists. So they just gave me, um, you know, a little bit of steroids before I left. But they, they couldn't give me any medicine or anything. When I left, I followed up with a specialist, and um, I was at the, my specialist was at the University of Virginia. Okay. And then they it, they weren't they didn't diagnose me there either. It wasn't until I got accepted into um, school, I made sure I went to a university that had a, um, a medical school because Smart. I knew I needed yeah. you know medical help. So I was at the mm-hmm. University of California, San Diego. They were great there. My specialist was great. Um, she was finally diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. This was a whole year later. Oh man. In between that time, I had gotten into herbs and gotten to my goal, which was to run on the beach, because when I was in California, mm-hmm. you know, when I got out of the hospital, I was in a wheelchair, and I had a walker, and then I went to a, a cane, mm-hmm. but my goal was to be able to run on the beach, so I was running on the beach, I was feeling great, I was at my dream school, like, yeah. I felt like I was knocking out life, yeah. when they recommended I got on this um, program mm-hmm. with John Hopkins University, and mm-hmm. then that, they started putting me on medicine, mm-hmm. and I've never been, like, a medicine person, like, even yeah. with cramps, like, yeah. Tylenol or Advil is my last resort. That's yeah. like right that, that and then the hospital after this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> if it's that bad, I need the hospital. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's how I am. So I did at first. I was ever at yeah. I was worried. I didn't want to do it, but you know they were like, it's just a you know it's just a trial. It's not anything different than what we would normally recommend. You know, mm-hmm. but you know just so we can have the re- you know have the research, mm-hmm. right? And they were just adamant, being like you know even though because I was just like well I'm good now though. That's what I have. Okay. Exactly, so like I'm feeling okay, and they were just saying you know it could come back they just kept saying it could come back it could be an issue so so I started taking this medicine all because it it could come back and when I tell you this medicine was this wasn't no Tylenol or no Advil like at first it was just taking a pill but the pill I don't know what was in it but it was making me like I was throwing up I was like really sick and it brought my cyclical vomiting out and that was a whole nother situation so I was like you know what can't take this pill. So they put me, it was three different tiers. They put me on the next tier. 
started giving myself shots and just giving myself shots in general, like yeah, mentally. Yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, no, just like no. mentally, it wasn't cool. And then, that. like, you know, and I'm young and I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm at university yeah. and I want to go hang out with friends sometimes. It's like, I couldn't really like go stay in the night with friends if I wanted to because it's like, well, I have to give myself a shot tomorrow and I don't want to have to do this. I don't have to bring it with yeah. me. I, you know, yeah. it's embarrassing. Yeah, I don't want, yeah. yeah, I just didn't want that mm-hmm. part of my life to share. So I came, became really like to myself and then mm-hmm. like I just started dealing with depression and like it was the medicine was kind of just like throwing off levels and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't want to do the shots anymore. So like, okay, well, we have one last option, and it's the um, infusion. Mm-hmm. You only have to do it twice a year, mm-hmm. like, because I just go get the medicine infused. And you sit there, like, all day, right? yeah, yeah, all day. So yeah. I had to be there, like, six hours, eight hours at the hospital all day. So the first time I did it, and it, again, it was, like, the shots, but... It was like on steroids now, cause it was like I got, I was getting six months worth at one time infused. Yeah. yeah. So that was no good. Like again, I was going through anxiety and depression, all these things I'd never dealt with in mm-hmm. my life. Like, cause now, you know, I went from physical ailments to now it's like mental mm-hmm. things that I'm badly now that I, mm-hmm. I didn't know how to deal with that. Mm-hmm. So um, and then COVID started coming around, and I was like, I'm definitely not sitting at the hospital for six or eight hours to get this infusion. Yeah. And you're gonna risk me getting COVID. Right. No. No way. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So. I left all that behind. When so when was that infusion? That was last winter. That was right before um, COVID and everything. Okay. Like right so before COVID and, and everything started. Okay. Yeah. And you mm-hmm. haven't had anything since then. Mm-mm, no, it's been over well over a year since I've been going using any of that. Good for you. And you've been monitoring it, okay? Like mm-hmm. your yeah. symptoms have been okay. Yeah, everything's been great. That's yeah. awesome. Well, yay. Okay, so first of all, we have to celebrate that Thank because you. I think a lot of people that listen to this podcast. I try to, because you probably know, like, when you go through, especially when you were depressed or anxious, like, I think it's very well-meaning communities mm-hmm. out there, but they can be really difficult for people who are newly diagnosed because it's like, well, I mean, it's chronic, you know, so yeah. it's like forever I'm going to be sick and I don't get to be myself again. And so that's kind of why I tried to start this podcast and this blog is because I want to have a place where people can see, like you can still live a beautiful life and like you can even be you can and it doesn't happen for everyone you know like you definitely might have symptoms that are ongoing for some time but you really can get your your mind and your spirit to a place where you can love life and live so well even having a chronic illness so it's really thank you for sharing your story because I think it's going to be really encouraging to people who get a diagnosis like MS and think, okay, I have to go do these things forever. I'm never going to get well. And you're in remission. Yeah. So remissions are real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they happen. And I think we also, sorry, I'm going off on some of the things you said, but, like, I think we also can't live in that, like, well, it's going to come back. Like, it could, yeah, yeah, it could come back. I could get hit by a car tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> like, there are so many things that could happen, but if we continue to live in that, like, well, what if this happens tomorrow? What if then we're missing the beauty of right now? Yeah. So um, thank you for sharing. What a great story. What could have helped you, because this is another reason I sort of started this community, is that I want to have a place for people who are going through a chronic illness and know that it's not just a physical thing, that it's so much more like there's that all of the the mental health, the, the toll that it plays on you emotionally. Like, could you speak to that at all? Like, what were some thoughts that you were going through when you were getting those treatments and when you were kind of in that 
bad place. And if you don't feel comfortable sharing, you do not have to. Yeah, no, it's okay. okay. I feel like that's that's the that's the important stuff to share. Yeah. Because that's a part of what makes me comfortable with getting uncomfortable enough to share. Mm-hmm. Because there are other people that are, so you know, I sat quietly for like at least a year or two. Like some of my closest friends and family had no idea what was going on because, mm-hmm. you know, I was embarrassed. And yeah. it's something to be embarrassed about, you know, we, we should be, it's, it's something to be ashamed about. We mm-hmm. didn't. Do it. Yeah, there yeah. are some things that some people should be ashamed of. Yeah. <laughs> they are not <laughs> ashamed. We have no reason to be ashamed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I go loudly and say, you know, what's going on. So thank you for giving me a platform to be able to share. Thanks for sharing. Um, yeah. But as far as, like, the mental, that's probably the most important part. Like, the mind comes first. And I'm, I'm a big STEM person. Like I said, I was going to school for mechanical engineering. So I'm big on STEM and science and, you know, quantum mechanics and, you know, the, the reality and the science behind that, you know, what we see, our mind has, you know, brought forth for us, you know? Mm-hmm. So, or I should say manifested reality, you know what I mean? So yeah. we can't spend too much time thinking, you know, even though yeah. it is, I have literally probably like a, a closet, like, you know, Eminem says skeletons in my closet. I probably literally have, maybe not skeletons, but I have a closet <laughs> full of just stuff that I do not, I don't speak on. I don't give mm-hmm. energy to, mm-hmm. I don't allow in my life. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I, I put it back there and forget about, and almost some, sometimes this, like my multiple sclerosis was a part of it that I would put in the back and just almost act like it didn't exist mm-hmm. to the point where now I feel like it, it's important for me to share for, you know, mm-hmm. to invade, you know, not to invigorate, but you mm-hmm. know, um, yeah. empower other people, but definitely have to like, know what you want. Like I knew I wanted to run. Mm-hmm. I wanted to run on the beach and that. yeah, nothing was going to stop me. So I knew that. And this goes back to me like laying in the bed in the hospital and like and this is a part of the part that I don't try to remember because there were so many days when I was in the hospital by myself and I apologize so now I'm starting to get a little teary eyed but um because it's something I literally I don't I don't I try not to revisit but I should but um like I have vivid memories of me laying in the hospital and just like trying to wiggle my toe you know and wiggling my toes because I was like I'm gonna I'm gonna run I'm gonna walk again you know what I mean because there was a time where I just wanted to brush my teeth you know I just couldn't I can because I'm ambidextrous so I'm left-handed so luckily I can still write because I have my left hand Mm -hmm. but a lot of things I I still was doing my right hand so yeah just like you you have to start with your mind because even though your body might your body might be saying you know my legs not moving but your mind is the the one that's doing it so it's like you gotta Sometimes I would just play mind games with myself, like, mm-hmm. see if you can wiggle your pinky toe, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, it's mind over matter, really. So mm-hmm. whatever we're going through, you have to know that you're going to come out to the side. I don't, I can't explain how you do it. I personally, like, I watch motivational videos. Mm-hmm. So, like, I went through a time where, I, and that's probably part of why I don't watch television now. Like, all through that time when they let me out of the hospital, even when I was in the hospital, I wasn't watching television. I wasn't allowing, like, any negativity or any outside influence or anything. The only thing that I was watching was positive, motivational Dang. videos. Like, I, 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 w- I used to watch um, Les Brown. He's, like, a throwback uh, motivational speaker. Mm-hmm. From Les Brown, I found E.T., Eric Thomas, who's, like, probably the more modern version of Les Brown. Mm-hmm. Um, he's E.T., the hip-hop preacher. Shout out to him. But I was watching his videos every single day, all day, like it was movies, like it was that. television, like to the point where I manifested ET into my life to where like later on, right before, again, right before the um, pandemic popped off, I was following his brand content manager or whatever, mm-hmm. um, Nikki, this is Nikki S. And she was doing something or whatever. And I hopped her inbox, like they had an event coming up and I was like, you know, 
telling her what was going on. Like, I really looked up to them and how they had helped me and everything. Mm-hmm. And basically, she was like, if I could get myself to Miami. I was in California, but she was like, if you can get to Miami, you know, I got you tickets for the event. Sure enough, I got my butt to uh, Miami. Yeah. So I went to Miami and I got to meet E.T. Oh, I love it. Yeah, and I got to meet his wife. She like he's very inspirational too, cause his wife has MS as well, and okay. he talks about you know he talks about that too, and mm-hmm. that that has also was you know very motivational for yeah. me too, cause I was like okay, you know his wife D and he always talk about how D is like a powerhouse, like she gets things done, mm-hmm. you know. So I always use that as motivation, like mm-hmm. you know they're doing it. She got she's doing mm-hmm. all right, you know what I'm saying. So it was very inspirational to meet them, but. Yeah, that. just the power of the mind is it's crazy. It's crazy. And you got there so much faster <laughs> than I did. <laughs> and I think most people do. Because, like, for a year, I lived in the, I'm not going to get better. I'm going to I'm gonna be bedridden. I'm not going to be able to have any of these things. But, well, I'm a worst-case scenario person, yeah. so it took me a lot longer to get to that place. Like, that's okay. I learned. I learned. Yeah. That's why I learned it for anyone who's listening. <laughs> Go ASH's route <laughs> and start believing. But I tell that to people. They're like, well, what's the first thing that I need to do, you know, in order to heal? Like, which, like, people with, I have interstitial cystitis, which is a bladder disease. And so they'll be like, well, what do I need to do? What medication do I need to take or what? And it's just like, you know, you, there's so many different things that you can do to heal your body, but none of them will work unless you believe that you can heal. Yeah. Because if we just believe this chronic, which it is, you know, it could be something that we deal with for a long time. We could have things that come back, but you can get better. Yeah. You can heal and your body can fight it. And yeah. so I think that that's, that's it. Like, that's monumental healing yeah. is just believing that you can. Yeah. It kind of reminds me, like, like you know, growing up, they, they say, um, you know, you have to accept Jesus into your heart. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You have to accept, mm-hmm. you know, wellness and, mm-hmm. you know, getting better. You have to first accept it and really, truly mm-hmm. believe the same way you, in order for you really, truly to, you know, be, accept, you have to really, truly believe in Christ. Mm-hmm. Right? So you have to really, truly believe mm-hmm. that you're going to be well. Otherwise, mm-hmm. if you don't believe in yourself, how's, yeah. how's the universe going to believe you? If you don't believe exactly. yourself. You know, you can't, yeah, repeating yourself lies, you know. In your body, like, like it's not going to, I think when, too, like, just those visualizations, like, I love that you had the visualization of running on the beach, like, your body headed that direction. Yeah, period. Like, I have a vision, I still have that same vision board, actually, I keep with me, it's in the van. So, my Uh vision board, I had a picture of, you know, someone, like, running, and you could tell there was water, like, it was a puddle they were running over, Mm -hmm. and little rocks and everything. You can see the person, just the feet, and they were running, you know what I mean? Like, it was that serious, and I look at it every single day and Can just envision myself. My today? vision, yeah, of course, Before yeah. You go, I'm on a picture of that. Yeah, that definitely. So like, I, I and definitely vision words too. They they help a lot, and sometimes it doesn't have to be like, mm-hmm. you know, visions of money or whatever. Just yeah. whatever you want. Like, I want to run on the beach. I had a, a picture of someone with tennis shoes, you know, running on the beach. That's so beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Oh my gosh, what a great story. I've had goosebumps the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> As far as, like, the teas and, like, the medicinals and things that you did, some of the more natural healing ways, or is there anything that you um, would recommend or speak to on that? Yeah, okay, so, um, and that's also kind of how I got into the the herbal tea Mm -hmm. game, so I was looking for alternatives for myself, well, I was just looking for something, I guess, to make myself well, because they had told me I was wrong, and my body had showed me something was wrong, right? Mm -hmm. They, I hadn't been given medication because they didn't know what was wrong yet. So 
I just went the holistic route. At first, I went to, like, Chinese medicine mm-hmm. and doing roots and stuff with them. And not to say they weren't working, but they just were... They taste really bad. They do? I, yeah. I had them. <laughs> yeah. So I went to, like, a couple places in Chinatown. And I'm talking about, like, real official places. They had pictures with celebrities in there. Everything. Like, Dennis Rodman, all that. But... It was just, it was gross, so I was paying, like... <laughs> it was gross. Yeah, it really was, yeah. and it was expensive, so I was paying, like, $10 a day for the tea, because they yeah. were saying, you know, you had to drink every, each day, you had to have one, and the packet was, like, $10 a piece, mm-hmm. and it was, like, the you had to drink it like this, so almost, kind of, like, I didn't finish my first, you know, I paid $100-something for my packet, I didn't even finish it, you know, I couldn't yeah. do it, it was gross, so <laughs> I couldn't deal with that, and then I found... Like some actually in Compton, I found this little small um, shop, a small black owned business, and they had all these different like, you know, roots and herbs and all this stuff, and mm-hmm. like they really just kind of put me on more so than I already because you know I was familiar with some things, mm-hmm. but not to the extent you know what I mean. So yeah. it really kind of just opened my mind to like you know what this is really something I need to you know not just kind of push it off to the side and you know actually make it the forefront of what I'm doing you yeah. know versus you know just. Oh, let me just... I'm going to try this. Yeah, yeah. no, like, it, it was something I really needed to do. Because, you know, they were so, like, it was a part of their life. And I was like, okay, well, you know. And as I started introducing it to my life, I found myself... Because, again, I had the, the multiple sclerosis, and I was dealing with that. Mm-hmm. Um, this is all between, like, me just getting to campus and fully getting diagnosed and me going through taking the shots and t- doing all this. So, mm-hmm. you know, certain days I would wake up, and sometimes I was dealing with depression or anxiety and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Different days were different. Because I was trying out these different new medicines, and I was just on campus. So I was new to school, you know, and this, yeah. everything was crazy. So yeah. Yeah. a lot of changes. So mm-hmm. I found myself in my, like, little studio place, and I had maybe, like, 10 or 15 different herbs and stuff here mm-hmm. that I've got from people. And, you know, they gave me the information to read up and do my research and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, every different day I would get up and, you know, put different roots and different herbs to you know depending on how I was feeling yeah so from that built the BYOB the build your own blend because every day I felt different and every Mm -hmm. day I needed a different tea I didn't need a different herbal supplements because I had different things going on talk about that a little bit the BYOB so that's BYO no BYOB BYOB yeah so the BYOB is the build your own blend it's the take on the, you know, bring, bring your, own your own bottle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or bring your own beer or whatever, yeah. yeah. So instead, it's build your own blend okay. because the same way I would wake up feeling different every day, I would need a different tea. Mm-hmm. Every body's different. And unlike the regular teas that you find at the store, they're just intended to taste good. Mm-hmm. I call them palate pleasers. They're yeah. just intended to please your palate. Mm-hmm. Um, our teas are actually intended to please the body and actually nourish the body in different ways. So since everybody's different, everybody's tea should be different. Mm-hmm. So that's why we created the BYOB. So people could do like I would do in the morning and, mm-hmm. and I would need something different. You know what I mean? I've had people come and get two or three. So like people get one for their workout. I have women that are come get a menstrual blend or, you know, a morning blend or, you know, different. Mm-hmm. You know, everyone gets something different because everybody's different, you know. So you can buy the loose leaf tea from you and. Loose or packaged. Or packaged and brew it at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. exactly. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Okay, I didn't even realize that. I'm, well, I'm going to be buying some more tea from you. Okay, definitely. <laughs> but yeah, that's the BYOB. And then, yeah, of course, we did the immunity just because at the time, well, even still now, you yeah. know, still standing, everyone could use an immune booster, at the, the, not just boost, but it also it helps regulate too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So um, our house blend and our only blend right now is immunity okay. um, because we encourage people to build their own blend. Yeah, I love it. Thank you. So if you come to your booth, you can have the immunity tea served there. But yep. you can also buy 
a BYOB. Yep. Right yep. Cool. For uh, homebrew is what we're calling it home now. Brew. So we got the BYOBs and the homebrew. Awesome. Mm-hmm. We love it. Thank you. Okay, we're gonna wrap up here soon. But is there anything else that you did that you, I haven't asked or you haven't said that you'd really just like for everyone to kind of know about your story or some encouragement that you'd like to give? Mm, to know about the story, I feel like we've gone over the story. Mm-hmm. The story is now packed. Okay. Encouragement. I mean, I think you're doing a lot. This this whole environment. This is a lot of you know encouragement. So I, I appreciate you. This is encouraging me. Uh-huh. Like to be Same. honest, you know what I mean. So I was really excited to be here today. Oh, <laughs> I woke up really you. early. Um, oh, I love you. <laughs> thanks. But yeah, I I I'm not. I don't know how to be encouraging. Check out ET. You are, are you kidding, <laughs> you guys. She was not just the most encouraging person ever. Well, right? thank you, <laughs> thank you. Well, I guess I'll try to. Keep being encouraging. I'm not sure how to... Encourage. Just keep telling your story. Yeah, I can try You're to tell my story. You're sitting yeah. here right now. You're running on the beach when you didn't when you couldn't move on a hospital bed. Like, yeah. I don't think I could come up with anything more encouraging than that. So okay, thank you. Are, you. Yeah, I guess I need to encourage myself. Yes, <laughs> take it, accept it. Yeah. Okay, so to all of you that are watching right now, if you have any questions, throw them into the chat right now. I'm going to ask... ASH some rapid fire silly questions okay. <laughs> and then you guys can just if you have any questions I'll ask her if not we will be done okay mayo yes or no mm, okay so before I started being like healthy mm-hmm. I love mayo like I had I, I love bologna sandwiches with mayonnaise and ketchup and mustard that was like my favorite thing I think grilled cheese as a kid so like I love bologna sandwiches with mayonnaise. bologna's are good mayo, yeah yeah I'm not a mayo person. Yeah. <laughs> I remember in high school, like, the kids used to make fun mayo so bad. So, so bad. But, you know, like, I'm steadfast in my, how I felt. So they would be talking so much trash about mayonnaise. And I'm still eating my mayonnaise. Well, you like, know what? If you believe in mayo, you got to back it up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you got to back up what you believe. <laughs> yeah, I think some of the kids at the table, they stopped eating mayo. But not me. It couldn't you don't, my heart. No. Mm. No one takes away your mayo. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Dark chocolate or milk chocolate? Mm, I'm not a fan of chocolate, but if I had to choose, oh. I'd go with milk chocolate. Okay, though. what's your favorite like dessert then? I'm not a fan of sweets. Nothing? Though. I don't really care for sweets. I had a thing for, okay, so when I was younger, I had I was addicted to the, the strawberries and cream at Starbucks for a little bit, and then I really liked the... Um, the Airhead Extremes. I really oh, liked those yeah. for a little bit, but, but I'm not, yeah, I know. Well, that's good for you. Your body thanks person. you. Yeah. I wish my body didn't want all the sugar. <laughs> okay, nuts or no nuts? I like nuts. Okay. Yeah. And I've been told almonds are good for vitamin D because I've been told that MS can be associated with vitamin D deficiency. Yes. Let's talk about vitamin D for just one second. Sorry, this was <laughs> supposed to be the fun rapid fire. Much. Yeah, no way. But yeah, so I, um, I went to a functional doctor for a while and he said because we live further north, so like the further, they've done research studies and they find the further away from the equator mm-hmm. you are, so the fur- the less you have, I mean it's corollary, but yeah. the further you are from vitamin D year mm. round, the higher yeah. the instances of autoimmune disorders. Mm, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah, which MS is, I see is. So if you're not taking vitamin D, you should be taking it. Yeah, or at least getting out for like, what do they say, 30 minutes to an hour yeah, every day? Sense. Yeah. With some sunblock though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't wear it at all. But I know you're supposed to, which you is why I recommend it. Yeah. I do put it on my face. 
Yeah, I should, though, especially because I have, like, spots, you know. So. I do, too. I do, too. I'm trying to get rid of them with stuff at night, and then I go out in the sun yeah. the next day. <laughs> so do you have a, um, rec- do you recommend any, good, um, like, SPFs? Um, I just, mm, well, <laughs> I mean, I use, like, the toxic stuff right now okay. because, but I was using, like, a natural one that was better, but yeah. it kind of, it kind of just sweats off. Yes, yeah, see, I was, well, I would always justify, like, oh, I got shea butter on, so it's all good, mm. but... I'm sure the actual SPF is it's not that great. Like I'm sure yeah. there's something, but it and I think anything with zinc in it is better. Okay, so that's good. it. Actually that's good. blocks it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll probably try to find some of the zinc then. Yeah, there you go. Um, sorry, if we really <laughs> any questions? No questions so far. Okay, so um, this is the final. It's not really a rapid fire, and usually people end up crying when they answer this. So I'm sorry if it elicits that. Okay. Um, but okay, so you have five minutes left to live. Okay. Who do you call? What do you say, and what do you do? Oh, definitely call my mom. I don't owe anything to call nobody else. What do I say? Tell her I love her. And what what else did I have to do? And then what do you do? So you've called your mom, said that, and then what do you do in those last few minutes? Depends on where I'm at. You can be anywhere. Mm. Yeah, I got five minutes. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I probably want to be in the water, in the ocean somewhere. Actually, yeah, I'd want to be scuba diving. Some let me think in the blue hole in Belize or in Australia in the Great Reef. I love it. Yeah, that's beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing your story today. You Thank are you. a huge encouragement, whether you know it or not. If no one has any questions, we're gonna sign off. Um, but you can, um, I'm gonna post this video on my Instagram place, <laughs> so you can ask any questions below there, and I'm sure ASH would more than willing to answer them yeah of course and catch us if oh, in yes. rockford yet check, yeah where are you gonna be yeah so check us out we have three more weeks left at uh, rockford city market we're inside the city market building in the lower half down in the alley but yeah we'll be rocking out there for the next three weeks so that's and, fridays from oh yeah from 3 30 to 8 30 yeah okay. from 3 30 8 30 on fridays and we're still waiting to hear back hopefully this week from Summer Smash, but we're planning on being at Summer Smash the last, well, I don't know if it's the last week of August, but August 20th through the 22nd, so. And that's yeah. in Chicago. Yeah, that's in Chicago, yeah. Yay! So. And so then you'll be kind of traveling around and come back to us? Come back to us? Yeah, after okay. that we'll be traveling <laughs> and coming back around. So you're going to have to stock up on your BYOB Yeah. Sit while they're gone. Well, the website didn't be live, though. We just Oh, good. So I don't know why I'm being funny about launching. I just... I'm a perfectionist, I feel like. You gotta launch it. You yeah. just gotta do it. You just gotta do it, right? <laughs> See, everybody's liking it. You gotta do it. Yeah, I just gotta do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much. Again. Yeah, thank you.